I'm Allie Blankenship, and you're listening to Semi Question Mark, a short interview-style podcast that inquires about questions, curiosity, and their role in a fulfilled life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Semi Question Mark. Um, I'm here today with my pal Val. Val, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself in uh, maybe like what your major is, what you want to do, um, just to get to know you a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I am, I guess, a fourth year at the University of Florida right now. I'm majoring in biology, and I'm hoping to um, apply to medical school this summer. I uh, love to play the piano. I like to laugh. I like to eat a lot of chocolate. And um, yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Um, So to start this off, I would just like to ask you, what is your favorite question to be asked? Um, okay, so this is a little bit cheesy, I guess. It's not a very deep question, but it's a great icebreaker, and it's something that I've put a lot of thought into, and it would be, if you had one superpower, what would it be and why? Interesting. That is a great And one. Allie, what would your superpower oh. be? Oh, uh, well, you know, funnily enough, this is actually a question I think a lot about. Um, I used to work at this camp, and we had this question, like, so many times. Um, but I would love the ability to, um, give people the power of photosynthesis. And that's like a really weird superpower, but then like everyone would be like self-sustaining, you know? (laughs) Wow. You win. That is such a great answer. Okay. And why? My superpower would be to eat anything and everything I can without any negative consequences because as I mentioned earlier I love food and chocolate and I could eat it all day long so um, that would truly bring me a lot of pleasure if I were able to you know just eat everything in the that world. That would be a great superpower. <laughs> I love it. I'd love that one too. <laughs> so Going off of questions, um, what would how would you define the role of curiosity in your life? So it definitely fluctuates a little bit, but the way I was raised, my parents put a lot of emphasis on education in my life. So it was a lot of, you know, reading Russian literature and Russian history and math. And they introduced me to the piano, art history, going to museums, all that kind of stuff which I think is super awesome because they planted so many of these little seeds into my head. And so now everything is just, you know, everything makes me curious. And so um, I'm definitely always looking for answers. Um, So yeah, that's just always been a constant in my life. Always, you know, questioning things, trying to figure out how things work and really trying to, you know, learn the most I can. So curiosity has always definitely been present in my life thanks to my parents shout out to you guys <laughs> that's super cool um so then bringing this curiosity into your life I'm sure it led you to question a lot of things um was there anything that you felt like you couldn't question or you were like afraid to question definitely um so I think I'm always afraid to question the big things you know um friendships relationships is this person really supposed to be in my life are they bringing happiness and positivity in it Um, because it's the big things that are always very scary to question because the consequences can lead to you know change and as humans we're really scared of change because you know we're not always ready for it so definitely the bigger things um, 
I try not to question. Well, I should, I should, but um, sometimes I suppress that. Uh, career paths, for example, um, as I mentioned with the whole medical school shebang, it's scary if you've committed so much time and energy into something, you know, but I've learned that, and I'm not a big overthinker, over questioner, but I've realized that if there is, if your heart, if your soul is telling you to question something, then do it because you'll save yourself so much time if you get to that answer now versus if you get to that answer years later, you know? That's so true. And that's something that's so hard to do. Like you have to really know that it's for the best, even though it doesn't feel like it in the moment. And that can be scary. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I've learned to, you know, you have to not listen to your brain as much as you listen to yourself and your intuition. Um, and so if your intuition is telling you to question something, then stop suppressing that little that little bubble of thought. That's a really great piece of advice. And I hope that I can take that to heart and that anyone who's listening would also take that to heart because that's super important, but super hard. So what are some things that you feel comfortable in questioning? So I think this is more of a recent thing. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about happiness and improvement. And I've realized that happiness, just like anything in life, takes a lot of work. You have to be really conscious about it. So lately, I've been really good about questioning my own attitude. Like, hey, Val, do you really need to be in a negative mood today? Like, did that one five-second thing really, is, is it really worth your negative attitude? And so um, I question myself a lot in those kinds of aspects, whether it's my mood, whether it's my actions, um, is what I'm doing right now leading me to be the person that I want to become. So definitely, I haven't been afraid to, to question myself, which I think is, has been really helpful for me. That's really awesome. Do you think there's something that like led you to that? or? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So the whole happiness thing, I have, you know, you're catching me at kind of a weird time right now. Because as you know, I got out of a very long-term and serious relationship. And so I'm in a period of like growth and rebirth right now. And so I realized that for a while, I was relying on this person to give me happiness, which I mean, probably not the best thing to do, but that's normal when you have someone that's a big part of your life, that's, that's what happens. And so I realized that I need to be responsible for my own happiness. And um, yeah, that's where all the happiness podcasts came in 10% happier. And um, yeah, I just realized that a lot of things are about your mindset. And so if I can control that, then I can control my destiny, hopefully. That's super awesome, Val. And I'm, I don't know, I'm super happy to hear for you that like something like that brought this kind of like want to grow and want to, you know, find betterness yeah. for yourself. I think that's awesome. Most definitely. And I've adapted more of like a fatalistic, that's how you pronounce it, uh, attitude. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I've just always been a planner. I've planned my whole life out. And then in a matter of seconds, things can just completely change. This whole pandemic being a prime example of it. Like if someone told you, you know, in January that we will be stuck at home for months and, you know, the, we can't really predict what's going to happen. And so the more you try to plan, the more things go wrong. And so just being grateful and realizing that you don't have any control is what brings me a lot of peace. For sure. Um, so what is the most rewarding question that you've ever asked? I actually got this from a friend in high school. His name is Carson. 
um, great kid. And he would go around asking people, what is something that made you smile today? And so I think that is a question that I've also tried to incorporate in my life that I find to be very rewarding because, you know, we just seem to be, maybe not now, once again, this whole pandemic thing forces us to think and reflect, but usually we're so caught up in our little daily lives and focusing on the negative things that are happening that we forget about all of the awesome things that are going on. And so if you ask someone, hey, what made you smile today? Then they really, you'll see, they really pause and then they kind of look back on their day. And um, yeah, I just like, I like hearing about the little things that make people smile and then see how that question has affected them. So I think that's very rewarding. That's super cool. And yeah, that's definitely something that like, I don't know, because like, even if like good things in your life is something that, you know, you're questioning, like, you know, what's making me happy and like, where am I finding joy today? Like, it's cool that you're like wanting to see that in others as well. That's really awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Thank you. Not my, not my question. I stole it from Carson, but I like it. <laughs> but it takes initiative to ask it as well, you know? <laughs> yes. There you go. Um, okay. So if you could ask anyone one question, who would you ask and what would you ask them? Okay, so I would actually ask Kate Middleton about her hat collection. I'd ask her where she gets them, where she stores them, and I would ask for photo evidence. And I'm just very intrigued by by them because I'm in love with her style, but especially the hat thing, like all the classy ones. I think it's awesome. So I just really want to ask her about that. And side note, I love that. Side note, this is related, but um. I think this was in middle school or in high school, but before she announced the name of her daughter, I actually predicted it and I wrote it down in my diary and I predicted that she would name her daughter Hewlett. So, so you have I an uncanny connection connected. with Kate I think, we do. <laughs> I think we do. Exactly. So that's who I would want to talk to. I love that. <laughs> that's great. Um, so is there anything that you regret questioning and what if there is something? I think myself, because, you know, every single time that you question your own self-worth or can I do this? Am I good enough? It always ends up being such a waste of time because I think it's great to question your decisions. And like I said, if you're doing the right things to be who you want to be, but especially ruminating on the past, it never turns out to be productive. So I've learned to, um, I mean, we are our own worst critic, right? But I've learned to kind of tone that down a little bit and focus on loving myself and accepting the way I am instead of just hyper-focusing on things I said or things that I did before or just questioning who, who I am and whether I am good enough or worthy enough because that is such a freaking waste of time and don't do it. For sure. <laughs> and I mean, we live in a world where like, you know, it's kind of expected of you to like question yourself and if you're good enough and if you're, you know, capable of those things, but it doesn't really accomplish that much in terms of like, you know, whether like whether or not you think you're capable of it, if you put in the work, you can work towards it, you know? No, definitely. Absolutely. I agree. I think okay. it's great to reflect, but honestly, thinking too much, man, that brings a lot of bad things so just you know don't think smile laugh go on a run um yeah thinking's not that good for you definitely <laughs> um so do you have any questions for me 
Yes, actually, I have a couple of questions. Okay. Um, so the first one is, you have a very beautiful smile and I wanted to know what kind of toothpaste you use. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I typically use Tom's, but okay. honestly, whatever looks the most eco-friendly when I go to the grocery store, which I know Aww. is probably terrible and not very eco-friendly because I'm sure there are better options, but yep. <laughs> okay, perfect, awesome. And then my second question is, like I mentioned before, you are super bright and just energetic and one of the most incredible people I know. So I was wanting to know what you use, and this is applicable in terms of this pandemic, but how do you refuel your energy? How do you self-care? How do you make sure that you are okay and good and yourself? Well, first of all, thank you so much. And coming from such a bright, happy, genuine person yourself, it means a lot. Um, and secondly, I would say, uh, I think something that I've learned in the past few years is that you can't, that, oh, I guess that um, refilling yourself is something you need to prioritize. You can't be pouring into other people's cups if your cup isn't overflowing um, yourself. And that's like a biblical reference, but I think that applies to everyone, no matter what you believe in, um, that, you know, you need that love and support fueling into you to be able to give it out to people. Um, and I think part of that goes around to who you surround yourself with, yourself with, who you surround yourself with. Um, you know, like they say that you're a combination of the five most common yeah. people in your life. Um, and I think it's really important to take the time to reflect on who those people are. Um, and, I guess just like how much joy they bring you and if you know relationships are still mutually beneficial because you know sometimes you're in friendships out of habit or out of um, circumstance and I don't know I think that's definitely something that's important to prioritize and I think also like living into who you want to be around attracts that if that makes sense I love not that. to get too deep <laughs> I love you but, a lot yeah you you brought me some goosebumps I that's I've definitely been resonating with that thought pattern lately too and like I mentioned earlier it's hard to really sit down because it seems very selfish in a way to make sure that you're surrounding yourself only with people that benefit you but it, if you don't do that then you can't benefit other people either so that's definitely yeah. important and I would say most of the time you know if you are in a friendship or a relationship with someone and it's no longer beneficial to you it's probably not beneficial to them either um, yeah. So, you know, giving them that space to find those people that will fill them up as well. Um, you know, it, it all kind of ties together. Yeah, definitely. Wow. That was so easy. You're going to make me cry. You asked. What about you? How do you, what is, what is important in your filling yourself up? Yeah, that's also been something that I've been putting a lot of emphasis on lately because beforehand, I've always been caught up in this, you know, running around, getting things done. And with the relationship I was in, it was a lot of pouring out of my own cup. And I should have been focusing as much on filling my own cup. And so I've picked up the piano again. I've been playing a lot. And so that's made me really happy. Family is incredibly important to me. So I've been taking the time to have... Um, you know, taking the time to really be present with them. Um, another thing I've realized is 
you know, my mind would constantly be running, whether it's the past or the future or something in between, but it was never sitting down and focusing on what's happening now. And so piano and family has really helped bring that back. And just realizing that my cup needs to be filled is already a good step, you know, because I didn't really recognize that before. So um, yeah, definitely family, piano, and just calming my mind are, are probably the top things that really help me replenish my energy. That's awesome, Val. And to know that like, you know, that's something that you're taking a focus on and yeah. putting into your life as someone that I care about a lot. I'm really happy for you about that. Aww, that's great. Thank you. thank you. No, it's been really, it's been kind of difficult because I'm so, such an extroverted person and I get all of my energy from other people. And it's so difficult to sit down and understand that you have to somehow replenish your own energy. And so it's definitely been a shift in um, thinking patterns for me that I didn't really see coming. Um, so I have one last question for you. Okay. And that's, uh, do you have any questions that you would like to share with anyone who's listening? Um, anything to think about or to question themselves? Yes. So um, like I said, I don't really... As of recently, I don't believe in questioning, overthinking, and, you know, getting inside your own brain. So my question for the audience is pretty lighthearted. Um, and it is, if you were to describe yourself using ice cream, what ice cream would you be? And um, I think that's also another great icebreaker question that you can use in the future for camp or, you know, Zoom meetings. That's definitely an important thing to think about. And it's better than thinking about if you're good enough or your past. Just think about ice cream. That's my tip. <laughs> I love that. Do you want to ask you one more question, actually? Go ahead. So the first question and the last question that you answered had something to do with icebreakers. I'm curious as to what your, uh, uh, wh where's the place in your heart for icebreakers? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like you place a lot of value in that. <laughs> No, I've just been I've just been thinking about icebreakers, but I, I do think first impressions are important. Although most of the time, in my experience, they're not accurate. My roommate, my uh, first college roommate, I thought she was the worst person in the world when I first met her. And now we're really good friends. So I don't really think that first impressions matter that much. But I do like being like lighthearted and carefree and easygoing and I think icebreakers kind of define that and are a way to get to know someone um in a in a fun way you know was, yeah for sure well this has been super awesome and super fun and super lighthearted. and thank you for letting us all get to know you in a fun way oh this was so awesome like I said the pleasure is really mine thank you for organizing this and for having me and just being a human you rock you rock too. I love you. And thank you all so much for listening. Um, and this is us saying bye. Woo oh, hey pals. I almost forgot. If you missed last week's episode with Hannah Gracie, check out one of my favorite little bits here. I think like lately I've become like within the Democratic Party a lot more moderate just because I've kind of taken a closer look at like, do I actually believe this? Or am I, or was I this more of like a rebellion type thing, you know? So I think that like questioning, questioning that has kind of led me to become like develop a, a, an ideology that's more like individualistic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just like believing what my parents believe versus believing the opposite of what my parents believe. So I think that's mm -hmm. 
helpful lately to question that. Okay, that's actually it. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this and to foster your own questions and curiosity. Um, And I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week on Sunday morning. Bye-bye.